a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Nightside. 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 This is the Nightside Project. Look at the size of that boy's heat. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It's summer now. They told me this would be temporary. It cannot end soon enough. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millett here with Alex Keery. This is it, folks. We did it. We're at our final evening together. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening over these past three and a half months. Uh, we just had Ethan, the you best time. Ethan, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't you. think Ethan's there. No, oh, come on. It's yeah. a little bit of a prank on the last show. <laughs> hey. Stop it. On a, look, the yeah, last four months, you had me nervous. I know. A second. I was like, "What a way to months, start!" The last four months of wild, wild uh, technology situations that we oh had to goodness. deal with. Oh so, my goodness! So I think one night you Morse coded your comments in onto the show, and so mm-hmm. it was uh, that was awkward. I sent them by Telegram. <laughs> I mean, there there are a lot of ways that we so, uh, want to do it. But first, we want to congratulate all the state of Utah, but especially the Nightside Project. We uh, were called yes. in to fight the coronavirus. The KSL News Radio is very clear. They said we need you guys to oh, defeat. Yeah this coronavirus as president trump calls it the invisible enemy <laughs> oh, it's, not like, the, it's not the chinese virus anymore yeah uh, i like invisible enemy it's just more dramatic <laughs> it, it does it does you know what if we don't have a movie by the end of all this that's called the invisible enemy and it's starring donald trump i mean i'll be really disappointed we've got there so many things. no justice we're taking your text messages and they're going to be full on if you want to send your complaints to anybody here at Broadcast House, we will forward them all on. 57500. The Nightside Project is uh, uh, once again going to be off the air after tonight. I'll tell For you. For the third time, it's going to be taken off the air. But you know we what? We are the Michael Jordan of Utah radio oh, shows. Yeah. We just and this is our, retire. I don't know if this is our final form. We don't know if this is our final form. We just keep getting better at not caring about uh, about this, and we just keep doing <laughs> radio shows. So uh, on behalf of the people who in the building – uh, today forgot that this is the that this was the Nightside Project's last evening. It was very fitting that you forgot that we were going to be doing this for the last time. You're welcome that we've propped up this that we propped up this uh, radio station for the last few months yeah. doing the Nightside Project. Uh, we we've got so it. many things. Look, a lot of people requesting uh, any of our Steve stimulus commercials. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming if he's paid his bills, he's going to be on the show quite often. Uh, yeah, this evening it's going to be the last time he's going to be able to be on there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we want to say thanks to all the people who uh, who have supported us through all this. In the meantime, Ethan, we do have an actual show to get through. So We do, and we actually have a pretty major headline, and that is that Utah has fallen below 500 average daily new 
COVID-19 cases. We may be on the verge of a major breakthrough, which is exactly what we were hoping to get out of the Nightside Project. Well, no, this project. is the only thing that we were called in for. So, this is the only thing that uh, we were called in for. Of course, you know, we wanted to hit that by August 1st. That was kind of the state goal, and it looks like we are right there. And so what did that mean? What was the state goal then? By August 1st? Uh, the 500 average daily new that we dip below the 500. Uh, and we hit right on 500 today. Case. Does that seem a little bit on the coincidental? Nose? I mean, that's I, what I'm asking you. I'm not saying I there's think... a conspiracy in there, but because I'm excited. We basically did this on our own. The Nightside Project gets 100% of the credit. I'll take all the credit. But we also do want to carve out a little bit of credit. To whom? To, we want to thank Salt Lake County. Eh. Salt Lake County really stepped up. And Target, Walmart. Home Depot, Costco, <laughs> and all those other retailers have stepped up and insisted. So thank you, Salt Lake County. Thank you to our big retailers and our great local businesses who said, hey, they all, they all saw the same thing. And that is, hey, if I want my local business to survive, then I'm going to open up with a mask request. That was exactly the right thing. So congratulations, you guys. Hopefully this sticks. We're going uh, off the air, so we can't, we can't vouch for the numbers next week. Well, listen, and if they go down... I will take credit still for all the work we've done over the last few weeks because obviously those are going to be numbers that are coming in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of over over this. We had a rough spot there through the middle too, where we thought we were going to be doing the Nightside Project till the end of time. Yeah, but we said, listen, we don't want to do that. We can't do that. We need to make sure to keep those numbers low. That's what we're called in to do. So that's right, man. Uh, send your uh, send your thank yous to five seven five zero zero. I'll read them over the air to Ethan. Uh, just like little whisperings in his ear. So he just <laughs> loves to hear those congratulations and a, and, a, and a job well done. I just want to say, though, uh, it is kind of interesting, though, to see all these numbers and to wonder where we're going to be over the next few weeks because there, there's, this weird, interesting, there's this weird, interesting thing going on, too, in the world of sports where we're just marching forward and pretending like everything's good, like, hey, everything's great, and then, like, baseball's all, we're all getting sick over here. We're like, shut up, baseball. We got stuff going on over here. Hey, we got positive things going on over here. The Jazz won game one, okay? <laughs> and then baseball's like, <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> College football today starts announcing all these schedules, and the Pac 12 goes, down. I mean, we're excited about all these games that are going to be played. Right, right. Baseball's like, learn from me. <laughs> well, you know what the wild card is, right, Alex? What is it? I mean, the wild card is school. We don't know, you know, oh. when, when kids start going back to school, that's going to be the wild card. We don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, a lot of people expect that that's going to, we're going to see another, you know, another round of, of increase. But, you know, that just depends on you and me, right? All that depends on you and me and how well we've taught our kids, how tight we keep things. Uh, and, I, you know, if we could keep things real tight, then I think we ought to be able to do it. We ought to be able to continue this trend. So uh, we got a couple things going on here. We, it is Friday, so we do have to have a couple things that work into it, and that is we do need to have a uh, we do need to have a first world problems. Brandon is requesting one last who asked you. Oh, By the yeah. way, does that, I mean that's a blast of the past. There, we haven't even yeah, thought it about it. One no. because we don't want to encourage the passing of COVID nineteen over Through borrowed phone. cell phones, which is what we assume people are calling on. Uh, from the night to, into the nightside project. Hey man, well, can I borrow here, your phone on like the tracks or something? Those are mostly. But you uh, know what though, this kind of this kind of underscores uh, how much things have changed 
over over the years because we used to do who asked you it was a call in thing everyone called in what did we do everyone gave everyone got yes. a minute or everyone got 30 seconds we're like, or something we're like, like billy who asked you and they're like i hate the nightside project and we're like all right all right thanks and everyone got a fixed amount of time so and that was a fun segment that we did we took a lot of calls but when was the last time you heard anyone call into any radio station i mean it's just no, the, I, the yeah, radio calls my, just, have just gone away. I know, and part of the thing is too is that I mean we have we've asked people not to come into the building, and so we have like the fewest amount of like support staff on the planet. And then throw in the fact that we are an evening show, so we just that we don't have that kind of a, like they're like a, a call screener. <laughs> you remember we used to just take calls. We used to take calls. We put them right on the air. I <laughs> you, well, no, you remember I would screen them. Right here in the booth. We had the phone yeah. next to the thing. I'd be like, we're going to take your calls. And if our producer picks it up, and then we, I would turn my mic off. You would start talking, and I would start answering the phone quietly and be like, hello, this is Whiteside Project. This is producer Craig. <laughs> uh, all right. Holy cow. Five, seven, five, zero, zero. I remember that. It says your last, last show in 2016 was way sadder. You guys are stoked tonight. Listen, I'm not stoked. <laughs> Ryan, listen. Here's the good news about the 2016 thing. There was a lot of questions going on. We didn't know what we were going to be doing in the future. I mean, uh, we were both employed here technically, but we didn't know what we were going to be doing. Since yeah. then, I've moved. I've I've pivoted into a sports role, which again could absolutely blow up at any time, <laughs> considering the way <laughs> sports are going right now. Uh, but also, uh, yes, I will. I will say this: Ethan and I have essentially been working two jobs over this entire thing. And yeah. that's the part where I I put it on management's shoulders to, for a massive thank you and a big you're welcome uh, from us because I ordered on the company credit card tonight pizza for the team. Oh, yeah. Ethan turned it down. I offered to send it to his house. He said, uh, I, don't, no. <laughs> I don't need your fat man's pizza. And I, I thought, got- and I thought, you know what? This is weird. At the beginning of all of this, if you'll recall, Ethan, our entire show, I mean, we have a two-hour show every night. We did an hour and 45 minutes every night, basically, on the breakfast cake that you invented. Yeah. And we, and we, we, haven't, talked about, we haven't talked about breakfast cake in a few months. No. Part of, that's you know because, part of that's because is you, uh, you had a uh, – boy, the diabetes came back hard onto you, didn't it? <laughs> I had a real, I had a real <laughs> serious sit-down with Dr. Clark. And <laughs> – He goes, what have you been eating in the morning? Because the numbers here say your blood's made of frosting. <laughs> he sat down he came in sat down he had the mask on he put his clipboard on his lap and kind of crossed his arms over it and he, said, he looked me right in the eyes and said ethan i want you to tell me about breakfast cake <laughs> he goes hey listen i want to know something how is it that you're able to celebrate somebody's birthday every day your chart has one there is there's actually there's actually only confetti uh, sprinkles that have been showing up on your numbers. So, hey, All right. uh, c- can I do a quick? Are we going to a break? Because let me uh, tell you something else I wanted to do tonight. Listen, hey, between you and me, Ethan, I kind of no. don't care what happens tonight. You know what I mean? All right. Like in the break, right. we're gonna look. In the breaks, we're gonna have to be playing these commercials that have been keeping the station afloat over the last time. We want to thank all of our sponsors: Steve's Stimulus Barn, Steve's Stimulus Fireworks. Uh, all the other uh, commercials that will not be named because it's inappropriate mostly. Uh, <laughs> we want to thank you for keeping the station yes. afloat during this time. Uh, I've got, I got flooded today with Zen headlines from people. And so I want to just hit as many of those as possible. So let's do this. I know we got to take a break. Yes. So when we come back for our second segment, among the things we'll do, let's check in with Steve, uh, probably America's greatest entrepreneur, 
and we'll also do a Zen Headlines, part of our regular program. Mm -hmm. How does that sound? This one pretty much sums up the entire show over the last few months. Good to have you back. Happy trails. Appreciate the text, 57500. Keep those coming in. The final night of the Nightside Project on the air. Monday, we go back to just whatever the other boring stuff is. Oh, wait. I'm on those shows that are happening on Monday as well. So uh, stay with us. So much more to go on the program. We got, hey, final night of the Nightside Project. You got to hang out with us tonight. First World Problems, uh, guest appearances by Ethan and myself. And we'll see you on the flip side here. Stay with us. Nightside credibility, also absurd news. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. We're just enjoying one good last evening on the Nightside Project. Good old fashioned mm. program. Uh, one of the real highlights of the last uh, three and a half months. Mm-hmm. has been for us to be able to meet and get to know one of America's great entrepreneurs, a man who during this coronavirus crisis has just repeatedly reached out and grabbed the economic opportunities that popped up in the That's most right. unlikely places. So, Steve, uh, out in uh, West Valley, I think his, uh, his uh, businesses are located. This was the first commercial uh, back because we didn't know, but there was a massive stimulus coming uh, most of America's way, and Steve, of course, is a is a he's a businessman first, and he popped up on the program. And... Hey there, Utah! Look, coming to look for a place to spend that stimulus check that's burning a hole in your pocket? Come on down to Steve's Stimulus Barn off of California Avenue, West Valley. Who has time to shop around in those big box stores online when everything's out of stock and Amazon workers are on strike? Here at Steve's Stimulus Barn, everything's priced exactly after taxes at $1,200, so you know you're getting a great deal. Used motorcycles, rare breeds of miniature ponies, that Toyota Cressida you drove in high school, a box of insulin. We've got it all for you. You can have it for $1,200. Had a lady come in here the other day and said, hey, head that sofa over there. Is it worth $1,200? I said, you give me that stimulus check and you just relax the night away in that sofa there. What about this iPhone? Sure, $1,200. Beanie Babies. Your keys you lost last month. A hairdryer that comes with a month lease at a salon in Taylorsville. Boxes of spark plugs. Two Nintendo Switches. A baby giraffe from Hogle Zoo. At Sam Stimulus Barn, we have got you covered. I thought your name was Steve, you might have asked. Have your name changed. $1,200. An original Van Gogh. Not Vincent, his brother Tony Van Gogh. $1,200. If you have $1,200, we got something you could spend it on here at Sam or Steve's or whoever Stimulus Barn here in West Valley. West Valley. He started with you know, good, if, he if started that baby with, uh, giraffe is still there, I'm, I'm going to go down. Well, no, Hogle Zoo opened back up. They bought it back. Oh, all right. Yeah, but guess it what was, they uh, guess what they got it for? They they bought it back or they pawned it. <laughs> well, it was a consignment situation. Oh, okay, <laughs> they couldn't right. get rid of, but they bought it back for you. Guess it, twelve hundred dollar. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, you'll hear some more of these, uh, Steve. We appreciate everybody's uh, text messages coming in of uh, of well wishes. The thing is, is Ethan and I are both employed. Ethan has a different job, not in this building anymore, and I'm still the. Uh, I'll yeah. still be doing. The, I'll still be doing Castles Unrivaled seven to nine, right here on Castle News Radio. Yeah, I work in the financial world. I invest people's money now. Jeez, who lo- who lost that bet between you and I? That <laughs> <laughs> was you, man. I uh, know, but congratulations. Job. The thing is, is you actually get to hang out with your family during the during uh, the evenings. And uh, I it congratulate nice. you. I don't know what that's it like. Nice. I have no idea what that's like. Haven't been able to do it for the past 15 years. All right. Yeah. Uh, Millard, we got a lot of things to uh, get through. I wanted to make sure that uh, that you understood also that there are a couple things that are worrying 
uh, a lot of people. Now, <clears throat> one of those is just returning to daily, regular life. And so there was a, an article that I read today, and I want to know what your thoughts are on uh, going back to what would uh, potentially be a quote-unquote normal day for Ethan Millard. Ethan, I want you to take yourself back to uh, pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't even know when that was. Really, I, honestly, I think about COVID happening the day that Rudy Gobert was diagnosed and we canceled the NBA. That was pretty much, that was kind of the kickoff. And then honestly, was, it was. Right, and then school was canceled the next, that was a Wednesday, and then school the next week, uh, starting that Monday, we didn't go back. And yeah. we haven't been back since. Mm-hmm. If you're in the Salt Lake School District, you're still never going to go back. So, uh, But in that sense, it's been a weird time since then. Then the earthquake happened the week after. And somebody said via text, the Nightside Project can be summed up in three words. I felt it. And <laughs> I forgot. We had that whole we had a whole show where people just That's called right. in and told us if they felt it or not and where they were when they felt it. And uh, so we appreciate everybody weighing in on that. But what is a normal what does normal life feel like to you, Ethan? When will you know? And we want people to weigh in on the show. When will you know that life has quote unquote returned to normal? Uh, when this is all over with, I can answer that without even thinking, because you know we fantasized, we fantasized about going on trips again, things like that. But that's ah, not yes. stuff that I did normally. I barely did those things, right? right? right. They, they've, they're fantasy now. They were fantasy then. Um, <laughs> they were bucket know, we list items then. They were bucket list items uh, mm-hmm. then, and now there will be activities that will actually kill you. Um, Technically, still bucket items. Yes, thanks but yes. to you know, thanks to the you know the evidence supporting masks and how effective those are, we've really opened up to a lot of other things. Um, uh, it's been it's improved the situation at work tremendously. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's uh, dinner and a movie. Oh, dinner and a movie, and and I don't mean to sound cliche. That's why I know things are back to normal because that's I'm still kind of keeping restaurants in uh, a little bit arm's length, and right, of course, right, movie right. theaters are. Are for the most part, you know, it's still not something that we do. Yeah, but did we're still you, we're still kind of we're still a little bit touchy around large crowds. You know, is is your wife more? Uh, is she more nervous about going out or less nervous than you going out? No, I think we're on the same page. So, but what okay. about for you, Alex? How how are you going to know? Same, same thing. It's the same answer when you and I get to go back out to dinner and lunch again. <laughs> <laughs> But you're talking about you and me going out for dinner movie, right? That's right. Like all we right. used to. Yeah, all those friends. All those that we did technically go to more movies and dinner than we've ever gone with our wives. Am I yeah. wrong? No, no, no. That's true. <laughs> Especially I, after those Thursday nights, we used to do those Thursday nights. That's what I'm saying. We did the seriously Thursday nights. We would do movies at the Megaplex. We had dinner basically for years on end every Thursday. That you and I were eating together. We essentially <laughs> were dating for years. <laughs> and then we broke up, got right. back together, breaking up again. It's, right, it's right, a classic right. story. Yeah, you know what? And my my favorite part about this is the eyes wide open approach my wife has taken into it with just a massive eye roll. So <laughs> good for, good for uh, both of our wives for putting up with this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Ethan, also during all this, the Daybell situation has been uh, – has, has also been, you know, in the very middle of all of – some of the most the most insane event in my life and our kids lives we have one of the most insane news stories that has also broken during all of this and i want to make sure that no one forgets that even during all of this people are trying to get away with tons of crimes during covid and i don't want you to forget don't ever forget the daybells okay we do not want you to forget even though covid's a tough thing 
We're going to keep bringing you hard-hitting uh, Daybell news during all of this so you don't forget uh, you know, who there's Chad another, and Daybell are. There's another big story that we followed uh, over the course of this uh, – of this last um, few months, right. and it actually kind of it actually came to resolution today, uh, and that is um, uh, Susan Powell's parents. Right, we had look, Chuck uh, and Judy Cox yes. ha- filed a lawsuit against the state of Washington, saying that they blew it, that they didn't do enough, and that they didn't follow policy, and that they are partially responsible for the death of Charlie and Braden. And um, they're awarded today $98.5 million in damages. I saw uh, Dave Colley, our colleague, wandering around the building because he was doing a bunch of TV interviews because yeah. it came down. He goes, and I said, hey, this is a, this is a wild day for you. Dave actually uh, filled in a couple of days when you were gone uh, on a weird vacation during the middle of a three-month run of the radio show being back, and you're like, I'm going to go on vacation. It was uh, not vacation. <laughs> Dave Colley came in and uh, – you know, reminded us just about how fascinated we are with that story. Uh, made comparisons to the Daybell story on top of all that. But yeah, today uh, the news 98. is ninety-eight and a half million dollars. And you know what's interesting about that? The word "congratulations" that people are probably saying to them is probably the worst congratulations you could ever say. They'd to give it. They'd give all that money back to have their daughter. And it's the weirdest back. way yeah. to say congratulations. You go, oh, good congratulations. At the same time, though, you're happy that. Uh, that this happened this way, you know, after all that happened. We know we know they'd give it all back to have their family back. Well, and think about how many years it took but, also, mm-hmm. just the years of – and the years off their lives, you know, essentially. And you and, know what? And you know what? Uh, because we know the Powell family and we know what good people they are – or the, the Cox family, pardon me, and we know what good people they are, um, they're going to do a lot of good with that $98.5 million, aren't they? And they're going to do uh, a lot so. of good honoring those kids and making some changes in our world. And I'm I'm interested to see what they do because you know they're going to get activist with it. I know they will. Yeah, man, it's insane too to think about you know some lawyer taking thirty million of that you know just to, <laughs> as their cut. I mean, honestly, that's the yeah. cynical side of me that that thinks about that. <laughs> that kind is of a stuff. really cynical thing to bring. I'm up. not kidding. It's just like think about it. And and Dave said something too. He goes, "Yeah, you know, and if Washington can cough up that amount of cash right now, anyway, I mean." I don't know. It's tough. All right. We're going to take the break. We're taking your text, and we appreciate your well wishes. Going to miss you guys. Thanks for the memories, news, laughs. Thanks uh, to your families for letting us spend time with you each night again. This person didn't even know what happened. They go, I, I moved out of Provo eight years ago. Used to listen to you guys all the time. I'm traveling through Salt Lake right now. Just turned on the radio, heard you guys. It was your last night. What's going on? Where are you yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we were actually gone for a few years before this. This was just to bring people a little bit of happiness during uh, the COVID times. Uh, long live the McRib from Gordy. Appreciate it. 57500. We'll keep taking your well wishes throughout the evening here. News, traffic, and weather. We'll come back. We've got more to go on the program. More Steve Stimulus, whatever, plus a health class. A golfer thinks he's going to live a long time. We'll tell you what that number is. Stay with us. The Nightside Project continues. Yes, we've got just uh, about an hour and a half left on this last episode of the Nightside Project. It's been a limited edition 
uh, COVID season for the show, and we've loved doing it. We hope that you've enjoyed it, and uh, many of you have expressed uh, appreciation via the the uh, the text line at five seven five zero zero, and it, and it's so fun hearing from you. I've heard from a lot of a lot of longtime listeners that we've gotten to know all over the years. And Alex, that was one of the that was one of the best things about this is it reconnected us with. A group of people out there that we communicated with, you know, regularly every night and we kind of became a big, uh, uh, you know, we kind of became a big group and the end of the broadcast show split us up. But this spring we got to all get back together again. And that, that's been a lot of fun because we have gotten to know a lot of awesome people this way. Have we heard from Ethan yet? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do that to me all night? Uh, all night. Listen, it's the last time for me to be able to do it. Lots of McRib uh, references via text as well, 57500. Yeah. Keep those coming hey, in. Uh, one of the things that we mentioned, and I, I do have multiple Zen headlines. I've just been undisciplined here getting to them. But one of the things that we want to uh, – and, no, this isn't a prank where we talk about doing something all night and then deliberately don't. I'm really, I really do have several that I want to do. But um, – Bryson DeChambeau, who's a golfer, mm. you brought this up. This oh, that's right. Dude... Well, listen, let me uh, let me do let me do this thing right. Then, okay, bro, roll it out. Roll I've it out. I've got your. Uh, I've got the. Uh, I've got a health news. Oh, health the news health is, class. Yeah, I've got a health class, but it's also. Yeah. Uh, it's also. I don't know if you know this, but it's also sponsored, uh, which I didn't know. So we've got to play this before we do health class. Oh, hold on, hold, hold on, on, hold on, hold on. Gosh darn it. It's Ryan. not sponsored by the. It's not sponsored by Ryan's by the Dave request Miller band. <laughs> Dave Miller. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. all right. Here we go. Hey there, Utah, America. We're at it again. Round two of the twelve hundred dollars stimulus checks heading your way. Steve Stimulus Barn going to open up a second location now in Magna to serve all your stimulus needs. To so everything is conveniently priced at you. Guessed it. Twelve hundred dollars. Laptops, $1,200. Food rehydrator, if you want your food wet again, $1,200. He-Man figurines, PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3. Tape them together, you get PlayStation 5, $1,200. A trampoline shaped like Bermuda Triangle, $1,200. Stairmaster, they let you walk down the stairs instead of going up because it's too hard, $1,200. Steve, I need my knees replaced. You might be saying to yourself, what can you do? The second opinion on your torn meniscus, $1,200. Magenta mattress, more comfortable than purple mattress, $1,200. Two tickets to Mazatlan, not Mexico, Mazatlan, Ohio, $1,200. Steve Stimulus Barn, you don't have to go anywhere else with that stimulus money over there. Come on in at uh, one of our two locations and we'll take care of you. West Valley or our newest place, it's that one building that almost fell over during the earthquake out here in Magna. Kids through Magna. Oh, do, to uh, do what? Like after. The earth, what was it? The earthquake uh, tour? Yeah, you know, we just sometimes we'll go out and take a drive. Um, <laughs> I know we're probably unique like that. Uh, uh, no, but uh, you are, especially when you go, hey, let's go drive through this town where the where the earthquakes just keep happening and they no, won't stop. It's, it's let's drive that. through. So, I want you to drive through and see a community of people in fear all the time. So we drove through because we wanted to check out that kind of historic uh, Magna area. <laughs> You know, because it was. <laughs> Why are you trying? People in Magna hate you right now. Well, no, they have actually have a cool old Main Street there. They really do have a cool old Main Street, and you know that we checked out the earthquake damage. But there's a lot of history over on that side of the uh, on that side of the uh, on that side of the valley. So, hey, Alex, <laughs> I know I can just see right now that you've got no control over yourself. But can you hit this? The, can you hit the health class button? 
Have you got enough uh, ability to at least reach over? Just as awkward. I'm still laughing about historic uh, Magna. Pull up a desk for nightside health class. All right, there you go. I, I'm serious. Magna's got a cool little downtown there, a cool little historic downtown. And uh, no, I like that. Awesome. I appreciate it going to see it. All it's right, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, famous golfer. Is that, well, here's the, here's the thing about Bryson DeChambeau. I'll just give you a little background. This is a guy who is uh, he's super ripped. Like He's one of these super fit golfers. And he put on forty pounds. Oh, he's the guy that's yes. ba- he's the guy that's added like twenty yards to his 20, drive. Forty pounds uh, of muscle. Yeah, and like got on this crazy health regimen, and then twenty yards to his drive. He outdrives everybody by like thirty or forty yards, like all the time. He's he's four hundred plus on the on the drive. So he's, uh, uh, but he was asked about because he's, so it's he's twice as long as me. Yeah, twice so, as far as me. Yes, and so he he he's one of these guys that goes, uh, look, I'm. And I'm basing this all on science because I've been just like I've been doing the this regimen. He's like been the most healthy he's ever been. He's the most ripped he's ever been. He's hitting the ball further than he's ever been. And he wants to live, as he put it, he says he did an interview with GQ magazine. Says he can live to 130 or 140 years old. Wow! And he thinks that the, that the technology is going to come around. Sorry, <clears throat> I was. Uh, Sorry, I'm just looking at beautiful pictures of uh, historic Magna right here in front of me. Stop uh, it! But but this is this immediately. Ethan goes, "Oh, you mean Ricky Bobby?" And I went, "What are yeah, you talking about?" My mind went straight. There. I was like, "Ricky Bobby already said this." So we went we went through. We watched the entire movie of uh, the of, uh, of Legend Rick, Ricky, Legend Bobby, Ricky yeah. Bobby, and uh, and here it is, or Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights this afternoon. The yeah. legend or the, uh, the 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 ballad of Ricky Bobby. Here we go. Here's what Ricky Bobby, very similar thoughts to Bryson DeChambeau. We did it! I, I don't want to be raining on your parade, yeah. but I got to tell you, that was some of the dumbest driving I have ever seen in my life. Thank you. And I know you won the race. You're not going to live forever. <laughs> I'm not stupid, Lucius. No one lives forever. No one. But with uh, advances in modern science, my high-level income, I mean, it's not crazy to think I can't live to be 245, maybe 300. <laughs> Heck, I just read in the newspaper they put a pig heart... And some guy from Russia. You know what? I mean, you know what that means? No, I don't know what that means. I guess longer life. Well, no, he didn't live. Oh, he didn't live. No. Oh. It's just okay. exciting that we're trying things like that. Yeah. <laughs> look, it is. <laughs> it was exactly. Look, I mean, Bryson DeChambeau with a straight face said, I really do think I'm going to be able to get to 130, 140. And just like Ricky Bobby goes, I don't know, 245, 300. <laughs> But it's the same attitude of uh, modern science, and I'm rich, right? It's just this ego thing of these guys. This guy's like 31 years old. No one's ever told him no, and there we are. Somebody uh, rolling up and saying, I think I'm going to be 140 years old. Well, no one's ever lived to be 140 years old. Yeah, but I will because I'm pretty important. I don't know if you know this. Plus science. I don't know. You know with my high level of income. <laughs> Plus my 245, 300. Uh, so, so there you go. Uh, all uh, Bryson DeChambeau, just like everybody else. I have a bad piece of news, of COVID news, uh, COVID news every 30 minutes right what here on Castle News Radio. Uh, <laughs> this one is a sad one because you remember this back in, uh, oh, I wonder how long it was that we actually heard this. Um. But the first dog who contracted COVID nineteen, oh, there was, was that buddy. question. There was that question: right. of, Can dogs pass can it? Can dogs you? pass it to you? And also, yeah. can dogs get it? And whatever. But uh, Buddy, a seven-year-old German Shepherd, was indeed uh, found to have been uh, COVID nineteen positive, and he died after oh. a three-month illness 
battle with the illness. So Buddy the German Shepherd was the first confirmed case of a dog dying from COVID-19. That's terrible. That is stinking wild, man. I mean, that's where where we've gotten with this thing, man. You think the Nightside Project needs to go away for a while? We haven't cured it in dogs yet. I know. I know. Maybe we should stay Uh, on the air. Hey, uh... I, I do though. Let's finish this. Let's finish this uh, segment back up on a on a little bit of a higher yeah, note. Yes, so the, the dog, give the us, dog give passing some, away is bad news. Go ahead. Give me some Zen headlines music. Here. Oh, uh, Zen headlines music. I think we've got it over you there. Got some? It's on the. It's on uh, Josh. It's on your screen there. I should say Zen headlines. There you go. There we go. That's the that's the one we use on the podcast. When we do the Zen headlines, you'll be able to hear this one uh, periodically. So go ahead, Ethan. Uh, Utah farmers are stepping up to help after food was stolen from the Salvation Army pantry. Someone broke into the Ogden Salvation Army uh, this week, just days before a big community giveaway. As it turns out, Farmers Feeding Utah was in a perfect position to help out. There was a large Farmers Feeding Utah event at the, Salt, at the Utah State Fairgrounds the same night of the burglary. The burglary. The burglary. <laughs> there goes that, there goes that uh, quarantine 20 talking yep, again. Yep, yep. They still had a, a half a semi-truck load of food left over, and boom, right there they said, hey, you know what? How about this? How about this? How about 5,000 pounds of carrots, 2,000 pounds of potatoes, 1,000 pounds of salami, and 200 pounds of eggs? How about that's a, that? That's uh, that's keto right there, Isn't bro. that nice? Now, hold on. And that's fresh. That's fresh, hold local, on, farm that, grown. Do that list again. Because I think that I these are all good on my diet. Do it again. Uh, 5,000 pounds of carrots, 2,000 pounds of potatoes. Carrots are a little high in, uh, in, in sugars. And so it's the same thing with the potatoes. But continue. Uh, 1,000 pounds of salami. Got it. Check. 2, 000, 200 pounds of eggs. Boom! I could eat both of those things. And I'll be fine. Well, and you know what that omelet. is? That's an amazing breakfast hash. I know. Right there. I know. Right? Shred up the potatoes. Shred up the carrots. Chop up that salami. Stir in some eggs. And uh, yeah, you're eating well. So, uh, and all farm fresh. So, really awesome Zen headline. I got several more to get through tonight, and I'm going to get through all of them. Uh, this one said, "This one, this text before we go out to the break here says." True, but the limited edition sure did last a long time. Can't wait to see you guys. Uh, what will bring you guys back on the air again next time? Hey, I don't, I don't want to see what it brings us on the air again next time. That's bad news. You know, what brought us on the air was a dang pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so no, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you all at the next apocalypse. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? When those earthquakes pop up, like uh, you know, in spades, I'm going to show up and we'll start taking calls if you felt them or not. All right. No, what's going to happen is the the newsroom is going to be all abuzz with activity, and all of a sudden the door in the corner is going to fly open, and Kevin's going <laughs> to come stomping out, and he's going to shout, "Get me the nightside project! Get me project. the nightside project! <laughs> I need I need frivolous garbage to go over the air this evening, <laughs> starting at six. All right, uh, we'll be right back with more frivolous garbage here on the nightside project. <laughs> Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We really appreciate it. Uh, are you ready for a little tech news? The technology has really come through for all of us during this uh, coronavirus situation. Of course, the major tech companies are being rewarded not just uh, at their uh, on their bottom line, but also in their share price. Uh, and they've really lifted the overall stock market. And and so there's, you know, it's become, you know, ex- extremely important to us. And so you ready to do a tech news segment here, Alex? 
Are you pulling this prank on me again? You guys tried to connect Ethan yet? Stop <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just love that you go it off for like four minutes. It freaks me out every time. It freaks me out every time. I know because the reality is, is here. Oh, I'm going to turn up. I'm going to turn up what you sound like in my ears. If you turn up your, turn up your, uh, turn up your radio, and I want you to hear Ethan. I can hear when Ethan's AC turns on. You can house. really? Yes, I can hear the. I, right now it's on. I can hear the mm-hmm. airflow in the home. Yeah. And uh, when it gets quieter, I get nervous because I think it turns, it clicks off, but really it's just the AC turning up. All right. So, uh, first, mm. the, in tech news, though, uh, tech news, of course, all summer brought to you by Steve's Fireworks Stand. Hey there, folks. Steve here from Steve's Freedom Fireworks Stand. Coronavirus ruined your 4th of July plans this year? Well, tell the Rona you're not ruining my fun this year. Come on down to Steve's Freedom Fireworks off the westbound belt route here in West Valley. Everything here half off today, starting today. Rocket blasters, half off. Real edible cake fireworks, half off. Roman candelabras to hold your Roman candles, half off. Whirling dervishes, you said it, half off. Smoke bombs that smell like smoked brisket, that's right, half off. Bring in your illegal Wyoming fireworks and old Steve will dispose of them properly and give you a pair of distressed jeans from my uncle's estate sale. Steve, I thought fireworks are irresponsible, you might be saying to yourself over there. Well, they are, so come in and get a free mask to fight Corona with any purchase. Missing a finger or other appendage from previous firework accident? Take another 20% off. Not the finger, just your prices. And Steve's Freedom Fireworks Stand will take care of you just off the freeway over by the gas station that your mom always told you to stay away from here in West Valley. Uh, I love the finger discount. <laughs> I love the missing finger discount. <laughs> Here's my question about illegal fireworks. I, this is an honest question. All right. Why is it that, like, in Wyoming, you can fire off, I mean, just stuff from the War of 1812, mm-hmm. and Idaho's, like, nary a whistler you know what i mean and yeah. we're in between you know and and yeah i like us because i don't know about the the mortars will blow up an arm but oh, if yeah. you're idaho i mean you don't have to be like you don't have to act like you're the you know what you know what idaho's firework policy is they're the vegan at the party <laughs> oh i actually gave those up a, a few years ago and you'd be like oh, okay all right, so you don't mm, want one of these. Doritos are yummy, but that's actually cheese I don't powder. Know it's got gelatin in the cheese powder, so I, I can't eat that. That's horse hooves. Was it made with milk powder? <laughs> Get out of here. All right, uh, Millard, tech news, of course, uh, this time of the evening. So here we go. From Ethan's obsession with robots to Ethan's obsession with video games, it's Nightside Tech News. So Netflix is rolling out a new option. Uh, speed control. If you want, you can watch things a little bit faster or a little bit slower. Oh, wow. That's a, that's, it's cool they have the technology to do it. It is a slippery slope, I would tell you. As somebody who's a podcast listener at one and a half speed. It's slippery slope? It is because you'll, I've tried to do the two, I've tried to do times two. So audio, yeah. this works. Because if you've got a two hour podcast you want to listen to and you want to condense that thing down to an hour, you do it times two. The problem is, is everyone sounds weird. But mm-hmm. one and a half is a good speed, and then it's hard to go back to one because one sounds slow again. When you well, been, they'll when you they'll, they'll let you do it. it at, I don't know what watching it's going to do though. They'll let you do it at one point two five or one point five speed, so it's faster. But they'll also let you do point five or point seven five, which is half as slow or three quarters. Why would you as do slow. that? I'm not sure. I'm I don't, not, I don't it just know. Seems like, like I get wanting to go back and see something in slow motion. Like oh, look at this. So this yeah. like if it's a sport, if it's a like a, a sports documentary or something. But like right now, uh, my wife is only 12 and a half years late on this thing, but we are watching Breaking Bad 
for mm. her for the first time. Mm, fun. It took oh, it took me eroding a lot of her uh, you know television watching morals to finally get there. Yeah. So, which we're really happy life, about. That's what life does for you, <laughs> man. Life wears you down. We're really happy about it. We've gotten her there. No, yeah. but like, uh, you don't need to watch a forty-eight minute episode. It'd be kind of nice to watch a thirty-two minute episode. You know what I mean? So, but I wouldn't watch any kind of show. The only thing that I would watch at a higher speed, I think, would be a documentary. Everything else I wouldn't watch at a higher speed. I'd want to see it at the speed at which it, unless maybe I was binge watching something I'd seen before. You know how sometimes you'll watch, well, no, because, because, and hear me out on this, Alex, because uh, uh, think of a comedy, because I love to, I love to rewatch yeah, the comedy, the thing, That's right? the thing is timing on comedy yes, is tough. That's exactly what I was you thinking. You would, uh, you would, you, you would do yourself a disservice watching it. I'm going to try it out though. I'm going to try out watching an episode of Breaking Bad because there are some actual Breaking Bad episodes that go pretty slow. You know what I mean? Like, it's a slow burn, and that's what makes it, you know, uh, the drama kind of good. But it is – and but they do try to deliver comedy every once in a while, and even in that show. Sure. And But that's not what it's built for. And so I think that the slow – that this that, that speeded up to 1.25. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it, dude, and I'm going to see how All right, I, well, And I'll report back to you when uh, – Send oh, me a wait. text. Oh, wait. <laughs> send me a text when you, when you, <laughs> when you try it out because I probably won't. I don't like trying new things. And, uh, and I, don't, I don't know what show I'd, I'd enjoy watching it slower. Uh, there are times sometimes where I'll, like, I'll miss some dialogue and I won't understand what they're trying to say, and I'll go back, I'll rewind a little bit and turn on the subtitles. You ever do that? Oh yeah, no, we're we're a hundred percent subtitles in my house because my wife, uh, she uh, is. I don't think she's hard of hearing, but she does this whole. Oh, I can't hear a thing right now. Turn on the subtitles, like just go straight to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you watch, and if you, here's the other thing is if you anything with an accent is uh, you get subtitles. Yes, yeah, subtitles, and it mm-hmm. makes it uh, makes it work out a little bit better. So. Well, it's it's interesting. We'll see if people really enjoy that. Next up, you remember this uh, Twitter hack that affected the accounts of uh, verified figures, including Bill Gates, President Obama, right? And, and we were all we were all sorts of interested in what you know uh, amazing Russian hackers would have been able to to yeah. break through and steal upwards of one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars from Americans in one day. Well, it turns out it was a seventeen year old in Tampa, and he's <laughs> now been charged with thirty felonies. Oh, 33 zero, and he's being charged it as a as an adult. So, <laughs> you know what? I think that this is this needs to be. You know those old tropes that happen in movies where they go, "It's like you're facing thirty three felonies." Well, you can come work for me, Jones. <laughs> you know, we need yeah. to do that on this. We need to have this situation where the guy goes, I, because if this guy was able to, here's the thing though, his skill isn't in actual hacking. This is one of those cases where we called it hacking, but do you remember what happened? They said that an administrator got uh, got compromised. So yeah. he didn't. I don't think he hacked an administrator. He was able to basically fool it out of, I think, an administrator. Somehow. That's right. Yeah. So that guy needs to be fired. This seventeen-year-old needs to be the uh, chief technology officer at Twitter now, from now on. After he does some time, if the hack is big enough, then you get a job. Yeah. After after some time, you should do it. Hey, let's take the break here. We come back. Uh, uh, Bergen uh, has done the time on the show, Ethan, by the way. Yeah. One of our great listeners. Sure. Uh, yeah. She, I don't know how. I don't know how after all these years she didn't get a T-shirt, but Bergen is going to get a T-shirt. And that's not oh. for everybody, all right? So save it. Yeah, we your, literally can't. So yeah, save can. it, all right? I literally have, like, less than uh, six now in all of existence. So 
Bergen's going to get one because she's an amazing listener and has been for a long, long time. We love you, Bergen. We're taking the break here. News traffic and weather right now. Final hour of the Nightside Project's limited edition return. It's going to be a very limited edition come next hour. Stay with us. is the Nightside Project. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? We passed then. When? Just now. We're it now now. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. It is a little weird to be back here doing this. Yeah, the weird part's me taking your temperature before each show. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. This is our final, final hour of the final episode of this spring season of the, well, now summer season as well. It, became, it was a spring season, became a summer season. Either way, limited edition of the Nightside Project. We hope I've you've been, enjoyed uh, it. Uh, been, we've loved it. We've loved oh, doing yeah. it again. I've been it's sad been about, uh, here, here's an actual thing I was kind of sad about. We had to come in what? I mean, we were, we were told... Uh, Hey, would you guys be interested in maybe we brought it up, right? I mean, we said, hey, what if we did the Nightside Project again? And then our boss was like, I've got a great idea. What if we did the Nightside Project again? You, did, you brought it up? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And I did. Kind of I'm never joke. there. And then, and, then, uh, and then, look, and then I said, oh, yeah. And you know how you have to do it with your boss? You go, that's an amazing idea. Wow. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so then you and I had to come in. How was that? It wasn't a weekend, right? It was not a weekend, was it? No, it was dur- it was during the week, and we recorded the liners. Yeah, we recorded them. So we actually saw each other. We were in a studio where we were pretty far apart from one another. And then since then, we haven't seen each other, right? No. Have we? No, we haven't. And honestly, I think that's uh, improved the show. <laughs> it's been good. I had to order a lot less pizza when you're not around, bro. Well, we didn't ever have a chance to get really tired of each other. No, and I, you know what? It's been good. It's about the right amount of show prep. Hey, man, uh, what should we do tonight? I don't know. Show's starting. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. It's been Uh, perfect. Well, I've got a few headlines. You ready for this? Absolutely. Here we go. So uh, uh, the epidemic, this coronavirus epidemic, has put a big strain on waste removal in cities because people at home, they've been generating more trash at residences. And so there's been more garbage to pick up. Uh, You may have seen that in your own family. Um, less so much less now than, than you did in March, but, uh, uh, you know, other, other parts of the country are still staying a lot more quiet than we are here in Utah. So they're still generating a lot more residential garbage. Uh, and then you combine that with, you know, when you're working in a sanitation department, you'll lose entire teams of workers when one of them gets the coronavirus and then the others have to quarantine. So because of that, the city of Philadelphia say that they are way behind in collecting garbage in residential neighborhoods. They've seen a 30% increase in residential trash collections. They've struggled to keep enough uh, workers able to show up at work. And because of that, some people has gone, have gone as much as several weeks over a month between pe- trash pickups. Can you believe that? Uh, I can't. Like there, are, You know those weeks sometimes you have with garbage that you're like, Honey, it, garbage pickups Tuesday. Today is Thursday, and we have a problem. Like it's like something wet and gross, you know, like in or something just like your your garbage fills up real quick. Maybe you clean out stuff from the from the uh, you know uh, from the garage, and you just and suddenly you're going. Could you imagine going a full month of just full on garbage 
I, I, I wouldn't have anywhere to put it. Here's the problem. I would have nowhere to store it. it so if, if they said, hey, look, we're not going to be able to – we're not going to be able to uh, do the trash pickup. It's a it, it's a simple solution, and I would have and I would have uh, done it, and I would have you could arrest me, whatever. But it would be worth the risk to throw it over your neighbor's fence. <laughs> no, no, Ethan. The same place that you learned to teach your kids how to drive is the same the, place the you church can go. parking lot. <laughs> you can go. It's a big old dumpster <laughs> over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, a dumpster yeah over I there. can see that. I could see that. And if not, hey, your local uh, junior high probably has a dumpster too. Well, but you can think about this. So if 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 I if we were facing this problem in your neighborhood, my neighborhood, most neighborhoods in Utah, well, we would have a couple of options. You'd get some overflow that would kind of probably sit in the garage. If it was too stinky, like it was the middle of the summer, you'd probably have to keep it outside, like in the far corner of the yard, and then just kind of deal with it, manage it that way. Listen. But when you're living, like, let's say you're living in an apartment, you know, and, and it's a high-density area, well, guess what? That garbage is going on a pile in the street because hey, it can't stay in your apartment. I want to say something. Let's I, got a, I have a confession to make to my neighbor. And we're in a new neighborhood, so this is a, this is a gamble. All right, the the, mm-hmm. the act itself was a gamble, and the confession is a gamble because I know that periodically he listens. And Robbie, if you're out there, we love you, buddy. We love the Jensen family, but let me tell you something: they have a cat, the most amazing cat on the planet. You know what mm-hmm. this cat does? He keeps the he keeps the entire neighborhood free of vermin. All right. Oh, really? It's an attack yeah. cat. Oh, yeah. well, but he's but he's chill too. Hundred percent white cat, right? Okay. And he's got two different colored eyes, so it's a very cool cat. And he's kind of chubby, but man, he kills a lot of vermin, and he puts them straight on my porch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the Jensen's cat. <laughs> so coming up on a hundred degrees this week, we had a big old rat that was just dead and killed by and starting to expand. <laughs> it was in our yard, right? Uh-huh. And, and right next to it, a giant dead bird. And I went, "This guy had a night." You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I, it was one of those weeks. I did not have any room at the uh, garbage inn, so I walked it straight over and put it in my neighbor's garbage. It's his cat, <laughs> Robbie. I apologize. His cat, his his dead animals. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd love to have a cat like well, that. Uh, oh, it's the best cat ever. And those, and these are the best neighbors you can have. But the problem is, is that. My kids mess around in our garbage like all week. They're like getting in that thing. They're like, hmm, did we really need to throw this away? Dad, what are you going to do with this thing? And I'm like, it's a, <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you guys doing? Like this weird life of, uh, we have of that same thing. Pickers. We have that same thing, but with the DI stuff. I mean, oh, getting oh. stuff out to the DI, it's like Mission Impossible. I thought you were going to say, but out. with the homeless people in your neighborhood. That's no. what I thought you were yeah. going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got some more headlines. You ready? Uh, yes. Let me. Okay. <laughs> yes, I want to hear more. Absolutely. Uh, you know the seeds. Oh, the ones that have been coming in the mail. Yeah. So the U.S. Department of Agriculture say they've identified 14 different kinds of seeds in those mysterious packages that were sent unsolicited from China to people all around the country. Uh, these have popped up in all 50 states, and the packages contain flowering plants like morning glory, hibiscus, and roses. All the packages contain vegetables like cabbage and herbs, including mint, sage, rosemary, and lavender. And uh, they say that's just a subset of the samples they've collected so far. The seeds seem to be just kind of totally at random is what's what's in there. So, well, so in all this, we've been we have we have been absolutely maligning China during all this. And I want to apologize. I want to thank you for the cabbage and rose plants that we received in the mail this week because no one else is thanking you. All right. Yeah. 
Everybody else is saying, "Oh, I got these, I got these uh, seeds in my, in my, in my, uh, you know, at the po- in the post." And uh, is that what we call it? The post. I think China's trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, look, China's the bad guy. And then we test them, and it's like roses, cabbage, vegetables, and people are like, "Uh, get them out of here!" Look, man, not every. Don't blame everything that's bad just on China. Okay. Plant all those seeds and then see what it sprouts and see what spores fire into the air. And then we'll judge them, okay? And then we'll decide. <laughs> uh, no, oh, seriously, one, though, don't plant the seeds. Do not plant the seeds, they say. It, so. could, be, it could be a communist plot. Oh, you know what? That's going to be the name of my garden, the communist, communist plot. The communist plot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Washington State uh, has trapped its first Asian giant hornet. Or what we've uh, come to know as the murder hornet. They've been trying to trap the invasive insect and prevent an infestation since they were first spotted last year in the state. Uh, more than two inches long, the hornets get their nickname from their propensity to murder. attack and kill honeybees and potentially people. Not potent. You can't just say potentially people. I'm just reading straight out of the oh, okay. story, man. Right. Well, I just think, look, so They'll I didn't know people. they already. I thought it was kind of. You remember when the kill. You remember the killer bee? Mm-hmm. Remember the killer bees when I, when I was in when I was in, in Texas as a teen, they would show the map. You remember the map they'd show? They're like, here they are, and it was like this thing. It looked like a it looked like a weather pattern coming up from Mexico. You know, they've well, they made their yeah. way over, and here they are. They're coming up, and you'd hear tales. This guy was mowing his lawn. It was, and was cut down in the, in the prime of his life by these by these uh, killer bees. But see, the murder hornet thing's interesting because I read the same story, and they were like, yeah, they trapped him, and I said. They didn't cut his head off, and they're like, no, no, no. They put a tracker on him. They've gone full on like FBI informant on this uh, mm. on this murder hornet. They're tracking it with, uh, I guess, a tiny tracker. They're gonna follow it back to its uh, to its nest, and uh, and I guess blow up its family. I'm not sure how this works. Oh yeah, but they won't <laughs> blow it up. They'll use torches. They'll use flamethrowers. <laughs> But yeah, all those all those hornets are dead. He doesn't know what he's done. That that murder hornet doesn't realize that he's compromised the whole group. Everyone will soon be dead. That's he's like, almost I was certain. A, he was like, I got out, Bob. You hey, got out. Can, yeah, they just let me go. They just let you go, and then they look at each other, and they and they no. uh, yeah, and then they know, then they know the deal. They've seen them, They've seen the movies before. Hey, uh, I want to hit a Zen headline. Oh, here we go. Let's yeah, do the give, old. Give me some Zen, Zen headline, headline music. Got to make it a quick one here, buddy. This is from Monkey Ben. Last or earlier this spring, Rumiko Sasaki, and you know it'd be a story from Japan, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to Chika, and her uh, so Rumiko Sasaki and her husband were taking advantage of the long daylight hours to do some weeding in their backyard, and they had an unexpected visitor. There's a bear! Her Whoa. husband shouted, and when she looked up from where she'd been pulling weeds, sure enough, she saw it. "Quote: When I stood up, there was a bear standing there, and it came right at me, aiming yeah, right it. at my face." Yeah. So you yep. know what she did? What'd she do? Here, I'm going to read you the English translation here. Oh, okay. So I went, ah, <laughs> and tossed him off me and sent him flying. The bear? I think I hit him a few times, too. Then he went running away. This woman threw a bear? Considering the feat of strength, you might imagine her to be a bodybuilder. She's actually 82 years old. How big is this bear, though? I mean, uh, I don't want to diminish anything she's done. Uh, but was this believe- a- uh, is this a so tiny bear? It's an average, Small bear. So it's it's an Asian black bear. Not it's a koala an bear? size. Because I could throw a koala bear pretty far. If, it, if it's an average size, <laughs> it'd be somewhere around, 100, uh, 100, somewhere around 396 pounds. That is not what happened. She did not throw a bear. Wow. Said, man. 
That's what she, she threw said. it yeah. off me. Psh. I threw the bear off me. Then what? Hey, Japan's a magical place. <laughs> uh, that's a great it's point. A land of mystery and really good tradition point. and. Hey, uh, we got a few things, things going on. Things here. you and I don't understand. So <laughs> we're taking up another break here. When we come back, we've got more of the program pilgrim when we return so uh stay with us more to go the nightside project continues the final hour of the show on its limited edition run sending you text 57500 wish ethan millard all the best as he tries to pretend like he's going to do a podcast all the time with me uh just congratulate him on all those lies Jeez. no we're gonna keep doing the podcast yeah man for sure i keep doing the podcast we'll come back more to go right here it is ksl's the nightside project Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, the Nightside Project. Just a few segments left of the show. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. We've just had the most awesome time. We really appreciate it. It's um, it's been fun. You know, it's been good. I'm I'm so glad we did this. I'm so glad we got the team back together. Yeah. And, and if you've enjoyed the Nightside Project, if if this is something that's been fun for you this spring, um, <laughs> hang with us on the podcast, as Alex said. Oh, we, absolutely. We'd love to have you there. Uh, we'll be producing new uh, episodes and. Uh, yeah, so hang out with us there. You can find us on social media. You know, we're around and we'll be around and and we'll so let's let's keep in touch. Let's keep in touch with you. Which is exactly what you said to like your friend that you saw after all those years but you really didn't want to see him. Hey, give me your number. Hey, let's keep in touch. You know what? Let's just make sure we keep in touch. By the way, this portion of the program brought to you by uh it's that time of year again. Steve uh isn't just doing the the stimulus barn, but because the buffet is back in the state of Utah, Steve uh, thought it would be a worthwhile thing to 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 get back into the game and do something he's never done before. Got to be nimble in this business market. That's right, uh, that's Ethan right. and Steve's uh, Stimulus Barn has moved over to the Steve Stimulus Buffet part. Hey there, you're looking to get fill up, fill your belly up with some tasty food, but sick of the other restaurants telling you to leave for eating so much. Also, your wife, she's pretty mean. Well, with the buffets being opened up again here in the state of Utah, old Steve wanted to stimulate the taste bud with Steve's Stimulus 100% Food Buffet. We spray our food every 30 minutes with Febreze to ensure it's safe. Peruse our Italian section, spaghetti, Italian soda, Chef Boyardee ravioli. Try the Chinese section, fried wontons, orange chicken delivered daily from Panda Express to ensure freshness. Also, want to make sure to do our part. But we eliminated the poo-poo platter. Steve, what about making sure your seafood's fresh? Can you guarantee it? No, we can't. So come down today and enjoy the only seafood-free buffet in town. Also, come down and get some of Steve's favorites. Costco muffins, not the pop seed ones. Those are gross. A handful of pistachios on every plate. RC Cola. Hot Pockets, recooled so they don't burn your mouth. The juice out of the bottom of the pack of hot dogs. Taco Tuesday, every Thursday night. Come on in to Steve's Stimulus Buffet. Bring the whole family together. Get your food and eat in the parking lot because they're still working on a food license. You won't find fresher food unless you went to the grocery store after we did. We went on Saturday. Come on down and see us next to my cousin's jewelry and haircut shop out here in West Valley. West Valley. I love how I love that he's honest. Oh, Can you guarantee for sure. the freshness of your seafood? No, we cannot. No, we cannot. And you know what? We're not going to try to pretend. Some so places will, even serve it. Some places will sell you crab with a K. We're selling it with a Q. I actually love crab with a K. Oh, you do? I love that it stuff. It tastes yeah. like they're all, you know what? We're going to take crab meat. 
And I heard one time somebody described it as, oh, it's, it's, a, it's sweet. And they're like, I'm going to take some fish. And I'm going to put it in a blender with a, with a handful of maple syrup. And then we're going to have <laughs> yeah, we're gonna crab of the cake. We're going to paint one side orange <laughs> and roll it up. We're going to spread it out. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I actually like it. Oh, uh, you know who I miss, Ethan? And he's on Fox News right now. Gosh, who? we should have had him on the program during all this. Uh, gosh, what's his name? Jason Chaffage. <laughs> oh, Jason Chaffage. What's he do? Oh, is it Fox News? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his gig these days. Well, there you go. Hey, uh, can I do a Zen headline here? Oh, well, if... Uh... <laughs> so we bought pizza here, and uh, the thing is, is we have like a lot of younger guys who work here. People who are like, maybe they've only been married for a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like... They don't know what it's like. Oh, uh, did you say we we're getting pizza? <laughs> so that's, uh, that's Josh. He nailed it. He's got it. He's the one on the Zen headline buttons. Frankly, it's been the only. It's been the most consistent we've had music come on on the show over the last four months. So yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. This one is from Ryan, Ryan Lunt, who's oh, always good for always good for some great Zen headlines. Uh, when George A. Hearn heard that farmers in Washington State were giving away onions and potatoes they couldn't sell. His instinct for goodwill led him on a journey that would lead to the rescue of 200 tons of vegetables. I like how they described it as a rescue. <laughs> uh, bringing them to food banks in support of people who need in need. Of course, uh, uh, part of the consequence of the coronavirus situation is the breakdown of farm supply chains and customers. Right. And there was just there was just food that didn't move off the farm. So... He, uh, this guy, George, asked to borrow a truck on Facebook. He said, does someone have a truck or a trailer that I could borrow for, for a day? And he wound up with four trucks and two trailers. And instead of getting just a little bit of uh, onions and potatoes, he wound up uh, moving 9.3 tons of crops across the country. Wow. Can you believe it? See, somebody's, doing, somebody's doing work out there. Uh, this grew into a nonprofit organization called East West Food Rescue. It saved over 2.4 million pounds of food from going to waste in the field, well, while also amassing cool. donations. So they they take food from farms to food pantries, and they collect donations and give those donations to help compensate farmers for the loss. Wow, isn't that cool? Really cool. Just a fantastic, fantastic story. Look at Ethan bringing the positive to the show. Hey. If you haven't subscribed to the Nightside Project podcast, uh, any of the episodes that have played all summer, if you've missed anything during our uh, return, you've got four months at least saved up at the Nightside Project. Plus, I don't know, probably 10 plus years before that as well. So mm-hmm. uh, you can download the Nightside Project today anywhere podcasts are. We were one of the first podcasts that KSL ever did. Yeah, we were we were the first to a million downloads. We were That's the first true. KSL podcast, podcast to hit a million downloads. That's true. It took us a while. Just a shade under a decade, too. And All then, right. And, and then Cold <laughs> came along and did it in two days. <laughs> you said, as While you mentioned the word cold, another million downloads. <laughs> I know. I know. The word cold wasn't finished before another million downloads happened <laughs> with Cold. I know. It took us It took us months to get to a million. I know. And then, yeah, Cold just, wow. Cold showed Cold up. was a phenomenon that... Uh, well, you can't keep saying it because there's another million. You just said it again. I'm fine with that. Dave's a good guy. No, Dave deserves it. Dave's a good guy, so I'm, I'm fine with promoting his great podcast. Besides, besides, by now, who hasn't heard it? I guess you go back and re-listen to yeah. it. But, I mean, who in America has not listened to the Cold Podcast? Uh, I get comments all the time. You know, the best part of the of the Cold uh, 
Cold Coming Back was when there was the Nightside Project. Uh, oh, yeah, he did that segment with us. <laughs> we did that, that that absurd segment we did with the songs. Well, because we made because what's his name? Because Steve Chantry or or uh, it was Steve Powell had that music career or whatever you want to call and it. And we it and we brought that to the public knowledge on the Nightside Project. Right. And we Do made, you remember that? Yes, we're the we ones made fun that... of them. We made fun of the. We made fun of the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we, we made fun of the Steve Chantry character and, uh, it was a weird time, man. Jeez. Yeah. But you know what? He, he deserves to get made fun of. Boom. There, I said it. Well, uh, let me see here. He's looking down on you right now. Shaking his head. You just didn't understand my music, Alex. Did Steve Chantry also, is he no longer with us? Steve Powell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. So this got awkward. <laughs> yep. And that's when we're going to go to break. <laughs> we got two more segments left of the Nightside Project. We'll be back. Uh, we've got first world problems. Oh, send in your first world problems. What do yeah, you mean? My first- heavens. Yeah, please get them in. First world problems. Before you send the text in, I knew I knew that Steve Powell was dead. Steve Chantry lives on, though. All right. We'll be back. More to go. The Nightside Project continues right after this. Stay with us. The Nightside Project. I may be super. <laughs> I am no hero. Nightside on KSL. A limited edition summer season. You realize, though, Alex, this is just temporary. Yeah, I still took your parking space and I'm not giving it back. The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey. Streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at 102.7 FM. Welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. Just a few minutes, a few segments left of the show. Uh, this is our last show, last few segments. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight. We just had the best time. We want your first world problems. Get those in at 57500. And as I was perusing through the first world problems, Alex, I actually noticed someone had commented on your story about how your neighbor's cat has been leaving dead animals around your property. Yes, Gordy. Gordy's a... The amount, he's just a, he's got a lot of info. Gordy says this. He says, cats leave dead things for people that they feel sorry for. Yeah. It's their way of providing for humans they think cannot fend for themselves. <laughs> and then he invites us to look it up. Well, he can do that. If that's the case, no, our, our entire neighborhood of complete grown-ups, all right, families, okay, yeah. apparently are relying on this one cat to provide well, for them. Well, you know, you're... He your shows up at every house and puts the, the garbage on everybody's lawn, on everybody's on everybody's uh, front porch. I think the cat obviously sees something, <laughs> sees a need. You've got a lot of if things, he was gonna, Alex. Look, if that cat was going to send a message, he needs to put like a like a zucchini in my lawn then because <laughs> he's all, well, he's just I looking. feel sorry for you, bro. Eat some veggies. <laughs> he's just looking and, and he's saying, it. he's saying, I mean, it, my kids, I will say I'm, I'm for look to explain this maybe a little bit more. My kids do look like a homeless, like homeless kids. Yeah. With, because it's summertime. They got shirts off, no shoes, you know, they're running around. They're kind of dirty, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the cat's like, ooh, tell you what, Mom and Dad, I'm going to help you out here. I'm going to help you out. What do you say to a day-old rat that's kind of puffy in the middle of your yard? Do you have any rats? I didn't think so. Here, Here's one. <laughs> here's one. All right. Also with a side of bird. Why let's, not? Kick, let's kick off. Uh, let's kick off this first world problem. Oh, are we doing first world problems right now? Yeah, man. We're oh, doing first world problems. okay. Well, first world problems, of course... Uh, are a special thing that we have been doing throughout the history of this program. 
And uh, and when we do it, I think we have the music, right? We have the. It's what's the name of that music? I can't even remember. It's what the it's Kenny called. G, isn't it? Oh, that's right. It's the Songbird. It's Songbird. Uh yes. Here we go. Quick, pull it up on YouTube. No, I got it. Do we need to wait till you no, can skip I got the it. ad? No, I got the thing is, is that <clears throat> I know this is crazy. We have we have so many bits of sound that we've used over the mm, just these four true. months. That's true. So they've just they're all over the they're all over the place. So. Here's a great first world problem. My yep. kids moved back for COVID, and now I'm afraid they won't leave. Uh, <laughs> are afraid they won't leave, or afraid they will leave you again? Because that's no, kind of like not the leave. Project. They're oh. afraid they will not leave. Uh, yeah. First world problem. This is from Daniel. My iPhone stopped responding to touch, so now I have to use an iPhone 6s while the other one gets fixed. Ugh. Terrible. I Just had that, terrible. I had that happen on. Uh, I had that happen on one of them. I, I couldn't do. I had to do like the assistive touch. Remember, like, you know, that's like an option on your phone. You know, you can have like the, like the accessibility button. I had to use that for a long time because my phone was also struggling. Similarly, yes, yes. Uh, here's one. Uh, I needed some cheapo brandy to marinate a pot roast, but all <laughs> the stores near me are too upscale to carry the cheapo booze. Uh- <laughs> Neighborhoods too rich. Oh. Neighborhoods too rich. You, First world they, problem. That person is, just basically said, I've gone to about 10 liquor stores today looking for <laughs> quote-unquote pot roast booze. Yeah, right. Uh, Christopher texted in, first world problem, less Alex and Ethan on the air. Yeah. Oh, that is the – wait, are they asking for less? Is that what they're saying? No, that's their problem. Oh, that's their – oh, that's very nice of you. Uh, my seedless watermelon has seeds in it. Well, they kind of all do, right? Yeah, even the seedless can have those little white ones. Right, and I think that's what, that's what they do. But I will say this. I have a first world problem. I went to the store, got a great deal on a watermelon, came home, and my wife, my wife was like, what is this with all the seeds in it? I had bought a seeded watermelon, and that's mm. why it was so cheap. Well, that's all right, man. Seeded watermelons are just fine. They you are good, you do. But, I, but again, I got kids, and I got a cat to feed in the neighborhood now. <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat seeds, you know. Just teach your kids to swallow the seeds when they're eating the watermelon. It's <laughs> okay. so easy. You know, you listen, you know that part of the thing of getting them to not swallow the seeds is, is if you swallow a seed, you're going to have a watermelon plant growing inside of you. Yeah, you kids are never going to trust you if you keep telling them <laughs> stories like that. Encourage them to swallow the seeds. See what happens. I dare you. I see what happens, dude. I, look, one of the one of the revelations in my young life is when I realized that, that I didn't have to spit the seeds out, which was such a pain. Oh, uh, you do the same thing with like uh, with like a peach. <laughs> the, the peach, no. <laughs> the peach. Yeah, I, you're, he's like, big peach isn't gonna fool me anymore. Nine one one. Here's one. Too many flies in the house. Seems like if we let one go outside, another one gets in. Why are you letting them go outside? Yeah. Will you usher them to the door and politely open the door for them? Yeah, for sure. Ethan, uh, uh, Szechuan dinner for one. That's their first world problem. Oh. You know? Yeah. That's, uh, I get what they're saying. Amazing food. Can only uh, enjoy it with the one person. Hey, but it's not just one person. It's the three of us. You and me and this person, right? <laughs> yeah, so together. send some my way, would you? Uh, first world problem. Nightside Project didn't have any Who Asked You segments during their limited edition uh, spring summer run. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't I'm do telling any you right now. You. I, I will tell you right now. The first world problem I have is studio is so nice, not equipped for like a regular uh, phone. The, the only shows that, that are allowed to have like a phone screener are like Dave and Debbie 
they can have it. It's fine. They do they take calls? Do they take phone calls? Yeah, you know they they got to rely on that kind of stuff to keep the show going. You know what I mean? They don't have enough content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, here's a text. Saying whatever we want on the last night of the show. Here we go. Here's a text. Thanks, Ethan, for putting on a good show for us. Sure, appreciate it. Boy, that's oh, interesting. Nice. They left you out of there. Only well, thank me. I think that your wife is super nice. It's a good way to do it. Uh, uh, first world problem, getting pizza sauce on my mask. <laughs> oh, okay. I've had that happen. I had uh, I had some like salad dressing get all over it. And someone's like, what's on your mask? And I was like, oh. Have you been doing the thing where you Balsamic. tuck it under your chin? No, well, I try not to. It looks really dumb. Yeah. Because I, I try to, if I try to tuck it under my chin, I I have even more chins <laughs> that I don't need, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's sometimes people, that's, I told you before, sometimes people look like they're being strangled by their mask. <laughs> yeah, that's me. If I do uh, that, I'm on a road me. trip and the ice pack in my cooler is no longer cold. And my Gatorade is warm. I have 30 miles until the next town. Uh, opened a can of tinned, of, of tinned crab instead of tuna. Messed up the whole pasta dish. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Although, you could probably... Well, I'm Look, trying to think. If you got your... You know how you fix it? You get yourself how? a little bit of that... Uh, crab with a K. Get yourself a little bit of that crab with a K. You can fix that whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, this version of uh, of Songbird I love because it doesn't have that weird solo that Kenny G goes into at the end. <laughs> that would get so loud. Oh, my goodness. I, I couldn't even understand you. We, we used to use that for a long time, and it would get so annoying. That was part of contract negotiations and bringing it back. I go, you better have first world problem music that has Kenny G without the solo. Hey, we got a text from David Berg. We're hey. just hearing from all the from all our old buddies. Classics. We got one from Adam the Fish guy tonight too. Did you see oh, that? Oh, you're kidding. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So David Berg says the radio in my tiny Japanese RV only goes to 100 FM, so I have to listen to the last <laughs> show on AM while heading for the hills. Well, it's probably uh, it's going to be the only thing that you uh, that you get it on anyway. If you head toward the hills, man. Yeah, it's gonna it's, the signal's going to last a lot longer too. And you and, you and those other nine people listening on the uh, on the, uh, on the AM, AM dial. <laughs> uh, someone uh, someone's backing me up too on the watermelon seeds. Oh no, they I say, agree. I do it. I'm they the same say way. watermelon seeds are one of the most nutri- nutrient dense varieties of seeds. They are a rich source of protein, vitamins, omega three, and omega six okay, fatty fine. acids. Except for what do you do? You don't grind them up. You don't chew them before you eat them. No, but time, your body probably no, digests them pretty well, Ethan. I bet they digest most. I'm not going to get into this discussion right now. We have. <laughs> you have to get into the evidence. No, I'm not. We have standards. All right, on this show. Uh, I'm going to miss watching baseball game on TV because I'm going golfing. Oh, there you go. Or tomorrow, I guess they're saying. Uh, missing the jazz game and missing and missing baseball because I have to go play golf tomorrow. Oh. oh. Well, the jazz game's middle of the day tomorrow. It's like a one thirty tip-off. Who wants to do that? Uh, here's one. First world problem is Ethan ever going to join the broadcast. Now, hey, that's not fair. <laughs> this prank has gotten too far. Uh, too far, I say. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, bought a new brand, new, uh, bought a brand new electric mower that I can't use because it's raining outside. You know what? That's oh. an interesting point. I don't mow in the rain anyway. Because well, you don't no, get a good like cut. there's no person that's like, I jokes on you, electric mower person. I'm mowing in the pouring rain <laughs> with my gas uh, mower. I don't think so. Here's one guy in the fast lane. First world problem: guy in the fast lane only going 77. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now and I and I, you know, you and I have rules about that, and I. I think I've come around. I'm no longer the person who goes, well, 
The fast lane is to the right of the HOV lane. The HOV lane is 65 miles per hour. Yeah. I've moved past that feeling. I've changed my mind on that. Everybody needs to go. If you're anywhere in those far left two lanes, including the HOV lane, you got to go faster. You're than basically an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I need you moving. And if you're going 100 miles an hour behind me, I'm moving over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to. You don't want to take yeah. the people that are doing that, oh, man, because no, they're no, just no, going to no. they're going to cause an accident. And then. Not, yeah. It, yeah. Don't be Get the a, guy. Don't be the guy who people are passing you on the right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. And don't blame it on the other people for speeding. It's your problem. Let them pass you. You have middle lane and the other two right lanes. That's Those are right. your. That's your territory. Stay out of my two lanes. That's the slow person's territory. Yeah. Get over there. <laughs> you're, re- you're relegated. Oh, didn't you're get relegated. to hear a Logan or Provo during yeah. all this. Yeah, dang it. You know well, what? You Maybe I. You know what? Maybe I put one together right now. I don't know. You don't know. No, actually, we need to take a break. And finish this show. I was going to say, how long is this segment? <laughs> all right, we're taking a break here. We're playing the music. And I'm and I'm uh, and I'm uh, we're gonna we're gonna lock things out next. We've got our final segment of the Nightside Project, Spring and Summertime edition of the show, and so uh, we'll be back. Final segment of the show next, right here on KSL News Radio. Nightside, you've had a long day, so have we. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. Our final segment of the show tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Ethan Millard. He's Alex Kier. I guess if you don't know that by now and you're just barely tuning in, well, you timed it perfectly. Doesn't matter. You timed it perfectly. You know, one of the one of the fun things about doing the show like this is it's engaged by kids. My kids have taken an interest in the show in a way that they never did when we were on the air before. Mm-hmm. And we, we never did. They never did when we did the podcast. But broadcasting from home is has got them more interested in it. And I'll often catch them. I'll go upstairs during a break or something. I'll catch them, you know, with the radio on and listening. And it's made me proud. It's made me flattered. And uh, my son actually came up with his own episode of the night side project i'm going to try and play it straight off of my phone and i hope this actually goes okay <laughs> what a classy because, what a classy way to bring audio to the program well because here's the thing though is is this was so i was flattered that he made a uh, uh his own version of our show but it also made me really really self-conscious and it's actually changed a little bit the way that i talk about certain <laughs> I subjects remember when, i remember when he did this you sent this to me and then you're like, we can't talk about masks anymore. <laughs> we can't talk about masks ever again. I was <laughs> like, holy actually, cow. There is actually this little thing where I go, because he basically did a send-up on us, and we think that we're pretty, like, I think that we have always been kind of more of a normal, like, version of how people, like, talk about masks. But right. your son... uh he was able to offend and uh, and just go at us in a way that, that not other people have been able to do it. So Yeah, so check this out. Hopefully you can hear it okay. Welcome back to the Nightside Project. Today I am your host for something, Ethan Miller, and I'm the other one. I'm the other and one. I'm the other one. And he goes, I'm the other one. All right, can you hear it okay? Yes. I just have a few more seconds. Hold on. Yeah, let me hear it. Today, we will be talking about wear a mask. Wear a mask. I do not wear a mask. 
That is what a stupid person would say. <laughs> okay, that's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice. He goes on and he just goes and on. And it's just, we will not talk about masks. Our next story is a man in Florida didn't wear a mask <laughs> and died. And then he's like, you're the fat one. You know who you are. That's mean. <laughs> It's a little bit of what the show is all the time. So. It is, but I I heard that and it just went on and on about mass. I thought, oh my goodness! It, like if you we if, need to make a change if on this. Stanley show. Kubrick was going to direct a parody of a radio show. Your son made it. I don't know what to think because he he narrated all that and then he recorded a track of himself in the background going. Doo, 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 oh, that's doo, him doo, doing doo. that. That's not that's music. Oh, no, wow. no, that's him going. Doo, doo, wow. doo. I'm concerned for him. I know. I'm concerned. I know. For him. Hey, uh, listen. Uh, so, and we actually, Alex, we started saying the word mask less. We did yes, start doing. We that. did. Yes, we did. Yeah, plus there are those people who threatened us with physical violence uh, via text message at 57500, which is always Which is fun. All right, uh, but what did you learn? What did you learn on the Nightside Project? And it could be anything from the last uh, four months. Yeah, man, whatever. Uh, I'll tell you, I felt it. You know what I felt, Ethan? I felt emotional about the show ending again. I will tell you, I actually don't feel uh, any of the... Same feelings because look, and people are asking, are we doing uh, the podcast? The answer is it's up to you. Yes. Okay, no. <laughs> he says yes. The answer is yes. All right. Well, I'm and, here. And actually, I'm here at the station. When this, when the podcast isn't uploaded, I want you to remember something in the next few months. Uh, I work here. I'm at the station in front of a microphone most of the day. Mm-hmm. If somebody else does not enter that part of the equation. It's not me to blame, okay? Uh, actually, in your inbox is an email from Kevin talking oh boy. about the show and talking about how the podcast, how now, the podcast oh, can keep going. will be required to do the podcast? Yeah. So, no, it's an all-staff email. That's very nice of him. Yeah, nice yeah. He said, he said some nice things about us and how much he's appreciated the show. So Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> Send your text in. What did you learn tonight on the Nightside Project? What do you got? I've got a... Um, I've got a Zen headline. Okay, let's hear it. Another one from Ryan Lent. This is a Ryan okay. Lent special. He thinks this one is uh, among the best he's ever submitted. Oh, wow. Saving the best for last year, Ryan. I like it. Cartier Carey, or maybe Cartier Carey, is providing no is proving no one is too young to make a difference. The 11-year-old is working hard to provide relief for single mothers, one cup of lemonade at a time. Uh. He says he wants to alleviate the strains that COVID has put on families. I wanted to help mothers who were struggling, he says. He's rallying members of the Hampton, Virginia, of his Hampton, Virginia community to raise money by selling lemonade and other tasty treats. All proceeds go to buying diapers and wipes for mothers in need. Now, his uh, lemonade stand is only his latest effort. Earlier this year, he created care packages called Cardi Packs. Name for him, I guess. Filled with deodorant, soap, and tissues to give to the homeless population. He founded his own nonprofit organization called Kids for Change 757. He says he's trying to create a movement so he can help the community and make the community better. Isn't that awesome? Lemonade stands for single moms. Oh, did we? Uh, did we lose Ethan? <laughs> Stop it! I'm not. I'm not falling for it now. <laughs> I'm not falling for it now. <laughs> uh, that's how I. That's how I avoid confrontation with my feelings, Ethan. 
Yeah. Uh, Gordy also uh, texting in. Did you see that he said, uh, how on earth could the could KSL get rid of the Nightside Project and keep on the air the abomination of the movie show during the day <laughs> on Fridays? <laughs> oh, I love the movie show. I know. I think it was... It's almost one of those things where you like if there are two groups of fans of shows on this uh, on on KSL News Radio, yeah, they can make fun of themselves. It's Nightside Project listeners. It's movie show listeners. There you go. Yep. Lots of intersection between those two. Uh, here's a text from Laura. Dear Alex and Ethan, I love you guys. Thank you for the years of great radio and podcasting. Your show helped me get through some pretty. And then part of it got cut out. Anyway, something about the limited edition. It's been great. That's from mm. Laura. So we, we lost a part of the text, but I think we got the gist of it. Uh, let's see here. I learned that uh, when all this is over and we only see one set of footprint in the sand, it will be because Ethan and his mask carried. <laughs> Excuse you? <laughs> Hold on. The rest of it hasn't come through yet. Oh, That's I, thought I, was to, I shouldn't I have started that text because it's only come halfway yeah. no, through. No, it's a classic uh, nightside bum, uh, bumble, uh, bungle mm-hmm. of the uh, text reading. I learned that David Hagen can see the future. Alex and Ethan both say all right to open segments, and of course, that I indeed felt it. That's from Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. And uh, I know we'll be keeping in touch with Daniel. Uh, goodbye again. Can't wait to see what calamity brings you guys back again. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That it would be like, it would have to be mm-hmm. something really bad next time. Because this pandemic, we're still in the middle of it, and they're like, ah, we're good without you guys. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I learned that I really need a good financial slash investment advisor. Any oh, good suggestions? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, boy. No. What? I do a no. good job. I, you know, I told you from day one what the rule was. We're not yeah. propping your, we're not I propping give up any, your uh, business. I couldn't give any stock tips That's on the air. That's right. All right. No stock tips. For Ethan Millard, I'm Alex Keery. Uh, many thanks to Josh hitting the buttons this evening. Our producer, Jeremy, who has done a heck of a job, a heavy lifting of the two shows while we've been doing this. So, Ethan, we'll see you on Monday on the podcast there, buddy. I love it. All right. Wait, is he still there? (laughs) (laughs) See you next time, buddy. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.